So we just took. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. Amen. Today's daf is daf chof aleph. Today's daf is daf chof aleph in Erevin. And uh, as we just said, we're learning Leilu Nishmas Tzvi Ben Chaim Akiva Halevi and Yisrael Shlo and, and Yaakov Nosson Ben Yisrael Shlomo. Uh, both yard sites are today. Both yard sites. Okay, today's daf is daf chafal. We'll start at the bottom of chafam and beis. Yesterday's daf. You needed to learn yesterday's daf to learn the beginning of today's daf. Also, says the Gemara, two lines from the bottom page. Rabbi Yisak Barada Lohutru Pasi Baros El There we go. The Pasi Baros that we're discussing in this parak, the corner pieces that are around uh, the wells that are on the way up to uh, to Yerushalayim for Ole Rego is only mutter Ole Rego and Bilvad. It's only mutter for the purposes of being Ola Rego, and others, it's only a special heter that they gave to do this mitzvah. As we said, it doesn't really conform to the rules of Mechitzah, that you have to have Omed Yosser Alaparitz. In these cases, you actually have more open space, more breach than wall. According to Omega, you still can't have a wider space than 10 Amas, according to the Chachamim 13 and a third, as we've described the last few days. It's not for Ola Rego, it's only for animals. Not for Olegram, this is my behemoth, behemoth Olegram. When we say behemoth, we mean for the behemoths that you're going with you, that you're taking up to uh, Oleregal, it's only much for those animals. Avo Adam, but for a person, if a person just needs to drink or to uh, jump in the water, Metapas Vola, Metapas Fiori, he can climb up and climb down. And as it's not necessary for an animal, you have to take water out, as we'll see with a bucket or whatever. You got to pull water out, so you got to give him to it. But an, but a person can jump in and go, jump out, can climb in and climb out of the well by himself. Any of Amar Rav Yitzchok, it's the Gersh there. The Amar Rav Yosef, I'm Rav Yudah, not Rav Yitzchok. Rav Yosef, Rav Yudah, Amar Shmuel Lohutu Pasbros El Be'er Mayim Chayim Bulvad. We only offer it for springs, not for cisterns that have water in them. Now, before we had another sheet that said you can have water of the Rabbim also, even if it's a cistern that belonged to Rabbim that wasn't a natural spring, but since it belonged to the Rabbim, people will warn one another if it dries up. That was another sheet that from this price, it's mosh, but he held it's only mutter for springs, not for uh, not for pits that have water, cisterns with water, and vila behema, mali chayim, so it's the difference for an animal, what's the difference if it's spring water or other water, animals drink all kinds of water, what's the difference, if it's the purpose is only for animals, what's the, why is there a limit only on springs, says, since the whole heter was based on water, because if there's no water there, there's no heter to make these pasiburos, so you need water which is chashiv, which is which is uh, fit for an, for human consumption. Gufa, we're only monitored for animals. We say for animals of Ole Regolim, as we'll see, it's also for other mitzvahs. It's for the purpose of a mitzvah. If you're going Ole Regol, you have to feed your animals. They can't, uh, you can't uh, have them die of starvation, of thirst, so you have to feed them. So the Rabbana made a special hatter. Let's say the, these well, these springs were too wide and a person wouldn't be able to uh, maneuver himself, he wouldn't be able to brace himself climbing in and out. Whereas if it's a small well, you can, you can brace yourself and hold on to the sides. But if it was very wide and a person wouldn't be able to climb in and out, then you can even use it for a person because certainly if the person's also the purpose of Olorego. So he was just saying that if the purpose of Olorego, you've got to go your, your animals with you, and the only way to feed them is by making this uh, legal Rishus in, in the Rishus 
Fine, they were mata, but a person you didn't have to be mata for. But if you had to be mata for the person too, because he wouldn't be able to drink otherwise, also. So you could also make mata for him. Below Yamale, now this is the this is the this is part of the price that we referred to yesterday. A person should not fill water. This is the there's really no uh, illustrations just on today's stuff, but the last one of yesterday's stuff. If you look at illustration number 135 on yesterday's stuff, this is what we're dealing with over here. A person should not fill up. Uh, a barrel, let's say a bucket of water, and hold it in front of the animal to drink. Avamal, yesterday we had that Shaila, if you're holding the animal and holding the bucket, you do, do you need the still need Rosh of Rubo or not, or different ways to ask the Kasha. So it was based on this, but he can fill up the trough, fill it up, fill up a bucket, and pour it into the trough in front of the animal. That's the that's the illustration number 135. The animal will drink on its own. And we tried to prove from there this shila of if you, uh, uh, is it necessary, for, uh, two ways to ask the shila, if, if the animal's Rosh in the, uh, in the, uh, in the food or in the water, do you still need to hold on to the animal? Or if you're holding on to the animal and holding on to the bucket, you need the you need the Rosha Verubo inside. That was the Gemara Claire that shawl yesterday. So from over here you see Mali Shovel with Maybe Vishosame that can drink on its own. Like you like you like you see in number one thirty five where you're pour the man's pouring the bucket. Uh, he didn't actually show the man there, but he's pouring the bucket into the trough and the animal is drinking. And we tried to prove from the muscular Ravana and MK Mahil Bros. If that's the case, if you're doing it that way, what's the purpose of the Pasavros? What do you mean, Mari Lamal's man? If it wouldn't be for the corner pieces, you wouldn't be able to draw the water out of the well anyway, because the well is Rishus Yochan and you're standing in Rishus Arabim. Elamahoil Roshavruba Shalpara. What's the purpose of Roshavrubo? If the animal, if you're not holding on to the animal, you're just, and you're not, you're not holding on to the bucket. The whole Shiloh was back before, if you look back on 127. The whole issue there was the animal has to be Rosh within the four corners so that, so that uh, if, if the animal's not Rosh and the animal like turns around or moves away a little bit, you won't come to carry out the bucket outside if you're holding the bucket for him. But if he's not holding the bucket, if you're not holding the bucket, you just pour it into the trough, what's the problem? What do you need Rosh for? What's that necessary for? Uh, why is that necessary? Uh, that was the question. Amal Rosh of Rubo, Shalpar, Amr So the Baya, this is what Abaya says. This was all brought down in yesterday's Gemara Chmaiskinam. Be'evus Amr Shisram, we're talking about where the trough was in the Rosh Hashirabim, in this strange picture in 135, where it's not a regular case of just uh, the numbers, you know, 124, 25, 26, 27, all those cases where the animal was within the four corners. No. Here the animal was different. Here the animal, the trough was in the Rishus Rabbim, Gavos of Rochavabra, which was Rishus Yochid, so to speak, stretching out into Rishus Rabbim. Varosha Nicholas Beis Vasim, and Varosha Nicholas Beis Vasim, and the trough itself, like in 135, if you look at it carefully, the trough itself extended within the within the Pasim, uh, within the fork, within the corner pieces, and therefore. The man actually, if you see, if you there's no picture of the man there, but if the man was standing originally within the four pasim, he was in Rosh That enabled him to draw the water out of the well, and then he poured it into the trough. So what's the problem over here? What did he Rosh for? The answer is like we said yesterday. The Gemara here doesn't go through the whole thing. Gemara explains is that the concern is that after as he's filling the trough, he'll notice a uh, some damage to the to the whole trough. He'll repair the trough. Then when he repairs it, he's going to then be taking the, and with the bucket in his hand, 
he'll be walking back from Rishus Rabin back into the legal Rishus Hayochid. He'll be standing, it doesn't show you where he's standing, but he's going to be standing with, like, outside the, the four corners in the Rishus Rabin and then carry it back into Rishus Hayochid. So that's why there's a concern over here. In other words, what we're saying is it could very well be that if he doesn't hold on to the bucket, there's no concern, there's no reason for the animal to have to be, to, have to be Rosh Hashanah within the eating area, because even if the animal turns away, the man's not doing anything. It's not like he's going to walk with him, walk with the bucket. There's a different concern over here. The reason why you needed Rosh Hashanah is because we're afraid, and there's a whole, the whole concern over here is not an issue of Rosh Hashanah. The whole concern is that we're afraid that uh, if he's holding on to the bucket and he sees a a um, uh, he sees a, uh, a damage to the uh, trough, he'll go repair it and then carry the bucket back in. That's the special case over here, but, that's a, but that doesn't prove anything to our question of, uh, of the necessity of holding on to the bucket and to the animal, and the animal also being Rosh Hashanah within the Rosh Hashanah. Amar v'yamei barab amrab. Ein borgen bavo. Yeah. Even if he wasn't all right, so let's say he wasn't holding on to the animal, right? And the animal turns and puts his head into the Rishasa Rabin. Right. We don't, we don't want, our animal's not supposed to do avoda either. Right, but there, yeah, but there, but there, the animal did it on his own. You're not doing an avoda for them. In other words, if, you're, if your animal on Shabbos, uh, um, you, know, you know, goes beyond the barn and starts eating off, uh, t- you know, trees or bushes that are attached to the ground and you didn't, you didn't. He did it on his own. That's not your problem. Your problem is that you're not allowed to have your animal do work for you, right? But you brought him to the water. But no, yeah, no, I understand. No, yeah, but here, here the concern is here the concern. Yeah, you took him to the water, but then he on his own turned away. The animal turned away and, and uh, you know took him to Shabbos. You know, right? In other words, you know, the animal itself turning into Shabbos is not a malacha. The animal could walk into Shabbos. You could also walk into Shabbos. The concern is, is that the animal is going to turn away into Shabbos, and you're going to take the bucket with him as he's as he's uh, feeding from you. You're going to carry it into Shabbos. The concern is not the animal's going to do what about us. The concern is that you're going to do an avoda. Amar. Uh, remember the name. Uh, Borgen are little huts. And what are the purpose of huts? The huts really extend, if the huts are within 70 and a two-thirds amas from a city, they extend the boundary of the city. 70 and two-thirds really is a, is a, um, is a length that if you do the same, if you square it, you know, as a length of the width of 70 thirds, you get the 5,000, which is the base asayim that we've talked about before on, uh, on Shabbos. So he says, like, if there's, um, the rules of huts are that if you have a hut within 70 amas, let's say 70 and two-thirds, 70 amas outside of the city, that extends the city. So in places where you have these huts, uh, you know, for fields, etc., cetera, uh, extending, you can extend the city going on and on, you can keep on carrying because the city is effectively extended. You're not going out of the tomb of the city on Shabbos. So he says, on Bavol, we don't have those rules of huts. That doesn't allow. And other places of, of, uh, outside of Bavol and Eretz Israel, in other words, Chutzlars meaning not including Bavol, 
There's no rules. There's no head term of these pasibros, these corner pieces. What's going on? Borgen bavolo the shrichi bitki. The reason the huts don't work in Bavli, you can't rely on the huts, is because there's a lot of flash floods there, and that could destroy the uh, that could destroy the huts. So you can't rely on them. You say, oh, there's always huts here. No, you can't rely on that. Don't rely on that and don't carry. Pasibros bechutzlar it's low. The lo shrichi mesifta because there's no yeshivas there. As we said before, the purpose of the pasibros is to be mater you to help you be Ola Regal doing a mitzvah. So it was also good for the yeshiva guys who are coming back to yeshiva now, right? And when they go to the yeshiva on their way, they need those things also, right? They need water to drink from on Shabbos if, if they're traveling uh, on Shabbos. So uh, the point is that uh, since in Chutzlar it's outside of Bubble in Eretz Israel, obviously, but also outside of Bubble, there's no yeshivas there, so there was no heter. The Pasuk was only Ola Mitzvah, where Ola Rego, meaning when they come up to Eretz Israel or going to yeshiva. Avalipcha Avdinan, but the other way around. In other words, Pasuk in Bavel and Borgnin in Chutzlar, it's not in Bavel. Bavel was a place of a lot of water, there had a lot of flooding there. They did, so therefore you couldn't rely on the huts, but you could do Pasuk there. Right? You could do Pasibaros, according to this. Economy, some say is that Rebbe said it differently. Neither of these things apply in Bavl or Chutzlar. It's outside of Bavl. Borgen Bavl, as we said before, the Shrichi Bidbe, because there's a lot of floods. But Chutzlar, it's Namilo, the Shrichi Ganbe, even Chutzlar, it's outside of Bavl. You can't rely on these huts for carrying, for extending the uh, legal boundary of the city on Shabbos. Because there's a lot like enough of them who steal the huts. They break in, they destroy them. So you can't rely on Pasibros, Bavalo. Pasibros, I and Bavalo, they do go to yeshivas. Why don't you rely on Pasibros? There's water. Wherever you go, there's water. In other words, the whole Ahetzer was that uh, the wells are rare and you come around the water, you need to build this Pasibros so that you can drink on Shabbos. But in Bavalo, which is a w- very watered area, as we've learned, Bavalo is always full of water. It's a low lying area full of marshes and water. So there's no uh, there's no problem. So therefore, since water's there, they didn't have to be they didn't have to come onto the heter of pasibaros. Bechutzar it's nami lod lo shchicha mesifta. And as he said before in the first uh, in the first ticket army that in, in chutzlar it's outside of the bavel. There was no need to be matzah pasibaros because there were no yeshivas there. They weren't going anywhere. They were not doing, on their way to do a mitzvah. Amle of chista lemori braid ravuna braid raviyemi baraba. He said to him. Now we said before that raviyemi baraba was the author of that memra. About what about Pasi Baros uh, and and about the Borgnin that you can't rely on the Borgnin uh, in Bavo because of all the water. So uh, Rav Chista said to Mari Braid Ravuna Braid Rav Yirmiyaba. This this Mari Braid Ravuna Braid Ravuna was the grandson of Yirmiyaba. We just see from these names. I said, Ami, they say I see to be Barnas to make Nishna the bubble. They they tell me about you that you travel on Shabbos from Barnash that city. The Beiknishna the Neil to the to the to the basic Knesset that the Neil the Neil the the Daniel the famous Daniel prayed in, Davitlasa Parsi which is three parts in a long distance on Shabbos that you travel here on Shabbos. Am I am I smicha Borgin? How can you rely on these huts to do it? That's a long trip, but uh, you're going you're doing intercity traveling on Shabbos. Hamar Avuah Avuah, your own grandfather. Your own grandfather, Rabbi said, Mishmed Rav Neim Rav Ein Borgen Bavel that there is no heta for Borgen Bavel because in Bavel they're always overrun by the waters. And Nafki, so he went out. The Mavalim B'Shiv Mam 
So he went and he showed him. The grandson, yes, he knows his grandfather's halacha, that in general, you can't rely on that. But here in this case, on his road, when he went from Barnash to the shul of, uh, of Daniel, showed him in this particular instance, there were these boards and these huts did exist. And as he showed him, what did he show him? He was exactly huts. He showed him Asvasov. Rosh says that there were many destroyed cities and there were some little, uh, there were some little walls of the partitions in those cities. And therefore, some, some um, existence of the small towns continue to exist. In this particular case, on the way from Barnash to the shul of uh, Daniel, that existed. In other words, in general, you're right, you can't rely on it, but in this case, I know that those huts, those little remnants of the cities did exist, and therefore, the city was extended all the way from Barnash until the uh, shul of Daniel. Amr of Chisto, Dorish Mori Barmar. He expounded the following Rosh Hashanah. The Pasuk says, L'chot tichla re'isi keitz, rechava mitzvah, Pasuk and Tilma, Dovin HaMelech said, for every for every end uh, end purpose, Raisi case, there's a limit. In other words, there's everything is, is clearly defined. But Rahab mitzvahs well, but your mitzvahs are very wide. There's no definition. There's everything in life has a beginning and an end, so to speak, right? But there's no for the mitzvahs, there's no end. What does that mean? So David didn't explain. David said Amaro David. David said if Lopish, we didn't explain it. Amar Eov Eov said a similar Drash of Lopish didn't explain it. Amir Cheskel Lopishu. In other words, these were like hidden members that each of them said. David said it, <coughs> Eov said it, Yecheskel said it. They said that, uh, you know, there's, there's goals, but for your mitzvahs, there's no end. What does it mean there's no end? We know what the mitzvahs are. What does that mean there's no end? Achba Zechariah Benido, excuse me, until Zechariah Benido came and he explained to Pirsho, he said, like, We know what David said. He said, like, for uh, for everything in the world, for every, you know, to every purpose, there is a there is an end. But uh, your mitzvahs go on forever. What does that mean? Amar uh, Okay, so we said so far what that pasuk we quoted. We understand what David said. You just repeated it again. Amaru Eov Where did Eov say? And he didn't explain. The chivus says Arucha Eretz Mida. Its measure is wider than the land. And it's it's longer, longer than the land and wider than the sea. Okay, what are you talking about? What's longer than the land and wider than the sea? Amri Cheskel, Cheskel said, He spread it in front of me. Interesting, he said in front of Rosh, says, He showed him like a, in a vision, right? The Torah Shabbat is not written down, right? It certainly wasn't written down in Cheskel's time. But Hashem showed it to him. They showed him like in prophecy, <coughs> all the Torah Shabbat. That's what he pointed to, the Torah Shabbat. It's written front and back. <coughs> and it says, it says in it, Kinem Vahega Vahi. In it is written, Kinem, uh, lamentations, and Vahega uh, is like singing, rejoicing, Vahi, and, and sorrow, you know, bad, like, you know, uh, woe to me. What does that mean? Kinem Zuprashim Sadikim. These are the partners of the Sadikim Ba'olamazah. The punishment of tzaddikim in this world, as we know, tzaddikim get their punishment in this world, so they'll have a good world in the next in the next world. The Chenomer says, "Kina hi It's a lamentation, and you should lament it. You should uh, say it properly. You should lament this. This. Vahega zumatn schan shal tzaddikim. Vahega. That's the rejoicing, the singing of the tzaddikim lasud lavo. The Chenomer pasuk says, "Alehi goyom bechinor." Right. Uh, join this. Uh, have the singing accompanied with a harp. You should uh, do it all together. So, so that, that's Lashon of Hege, of, of uh, good. Vahi zu paranasen shal v'sham. This vahi, the, the sorrow, the woe, is the paranasen of v'sham lasud lava, that lasud lava, they're going to have, they have it in goodness world, bad in the next world. V'chein Ramit says, 
Hova al hova tovo. One calamity will come upon another. Okay, so we understand, we see what they said. We see that uh, he says, Yecheskel said, it says on this, besides that it's uh, written back and front, it has all this. It has the lamentations and it has the singing and it has the uh, the calamity that's going to happen to the Rishayim. But what does all this uh, where what does all this mean in terms of uh, this this uh, he spread this in front of me? It's longer, bigger. Uh, your mitzvahs are wider. What are you talking about? And he said to me, Matara, what do you see? And I said, Megillah Ofa, I see a folded scroll. It's 20 long by 10 wide, 20 amas. 10, 20 by 10. Now, if it's folded over, when you unfold it, open it up. It's like a book. Open it up. It's folded together. Open it up. Now it's twenty by twenty. Why? Because the ten that it was uh, the ten that it was folded over the width now became also became like a square of twenty by twenty. Amos. It says it says it says it's written front and back. So listen carefully. So you have now a scroll. Right, which is now when it's opened, it's 20 by 20, and it's written front and back. It's like a picture of scroll written front and back. Now, what do you do? When you peel off the front from the back, and it's written front and back, when you peel off the front from the back and you lay the back, let's say, in front, next to the front now, you had a 20 by 20, and you had the back of it was also 20 by 20. So now you have 40 by 20. 40 by 20 is how much? 40 by 20 is 8,000. Right, twenty by forty is at eight thousand. Okay. However, however, if we take that, and I'm going to explain that a little bit more carefully now, twenty by twenty amos, a half an amos is called a zeris. Zeris is also one of the fingers, right? But an, a zeris is a half an amos. Now, if I if I measure that in half amos, how much do I have squared? Instead of forty by twenty, right? Forty by twenty. Take half amos. Half amos I have forty becomes eighty, and twenty becomes forty. 80 times 40 is how much? 3,200. So, of course, the Rishonim in the time of the Gemara, they didn't have the math the way we have it. So Rashi goes through the usual thing. Take a strip of 40 and another strip and another strip. But we know very simply, 80 times 40 is 3,200. Okay. So he's describing the Torah Shabbat path, and he's saying, how big is it? It's 3,200 3, square half amos. Square half amos. Okay. Did you get the math? Stop me if you didn't get it, okay? So you had 40 by 20 amos, which is 80 by 40 half amos, which is 3,200, right? 3,200 square zeruses, right? Square half amos. Except in the Pesach says, it's a, it's a famous Haftor, right? Who measured his his um, his fist with 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 his fist did he measure the water and he put the whole heaven in one one half ama so what do you see it's on his fist is ama in other words the whole world is in Hashem's fist and in in one in one ama one half ama so one half ama out of thirty two hundred. The whole world is in one thirty-two hundredth of the Torah Shabbat That's how big the Torah Shabbat is. It's thirty-two hundred times 
32 times Amr, the world. That's what we mean by that the, you know, everything has an end. We know how big the world, but the Torah is, wow, 3,200 times the whole world. That's pretty big. And that's what we mean over here, that it's like endless, and, it, and it's got all this stuff in it. Another thing that he said was this. It says, And a lot of this is, I guess, is Rav because we had Rav before, and Rav before that too, right? So we come back to Rav constantly. Um, Pasuk says in Yirma, there were two buckets of... Uh, Two buckets of figs spread in front of the heichel. One, 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 one bucket was to those good, very good uh, uh, figs. Tovos ma'od kitanei habchoros, right? Like um, like uh, like the first the first ripe uh, figs. Those are very good ones, right? They're very hush. They 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 ripen quickly. It means they're very good quality. The other basket was Tainamos, were very bad ones, Mode. Ashalotachalna Maroi, couldn't he be eaten? They were so bad, couldn't he be eaten? Tainamatovos held Sadiqim Gomorrah. This refers to Tainamos, these refers to the good Sadiq, to the good righteous people, Sadiqim Gomorrah, completely righteous people. Tainamaros, El Rasham Gomorrah. In other words, either completely good or completely bad. Vashem Ratomer, maybe you'll say, Ovid Sivram, if they're so bad that their hope is lost, to Batal Sikuyim, there's no chances for them to improve. Tamaloma had to Imnasnureach. Both baskets will give a good smell. These will, they will both give a good smell, loss of love of the Duchuba. Dorosh Rava. Again, this Pasuk, these are the young, the youth of Bnei Yisrael. They were so young, they haven't yet uh, tasted, uh, tasted sin. And all delicacies at our doors. Magidos here means that they tell. What does that mean? That they tell. They tell their husbands when they are uh, when they are impure, when they are nidos, and they can't, and they, uh, and then therefore they uh, they refrain from uh, from having relations with them. That's what I mean. Call megadim that they tell their husbands. These are the good people, the young ones. That they, uh, so to speak, put chastity belts on and save themselves for their husbands when out being mizana with other people before they get married. Pasuk goes on, Chadashim Gamishanim, new ones and old ones. Dodi Tzafantiloch, my beloved, I, uh, I, I watched them, I guarded them for you. What does that mean? Amar Knesset Yisrael Tnei Kadosh Baruch Hu. Yisrael said to Hashem, Rebbeinu Shalom, Har Bigzeres Gazarti Alatzmi. I was gozer on myself many more gzeres, meaning all the drabbanans that we have gzeres. Yosemi Masha gozer alai, more than you, Mugazartla, more than you gave us commandments in the Torah. There's many more gzeres drabbanan. Right decrees to, to keep the to, to keep decrees in the Torah. You know, Rav Asher has a, one of the great shiurim. He all of them are great, but one of his shiurim was about the three kinds of drabanans. One of them is exera. Some is a takana, like a good thing, and some are just mitzvahs, like uh, uh, like uh, Purim and Hanukkah and things like that. They're they're just mitzvahs drabanan, and then there's takanas that they made for the betterment of Then there's gzeiras. Gzeiras are to keep us from doing uh, bad, like we have muktza to keep us from being over. That's like uh, Erevin, right? Which is all gzeira. We shouldn't come to be over on a daraisa of Rishus Yachad Rishus Ram. So he made gzeira Rishus Yachad Rishus Yachad is also that's gzeira. So harba gzeiras gazarta gazarta. Uh, you've gave us many, we made many gzeiras on ourselves more than you've given us. The kiyamtu we observed them. One of his uh, whereabouts who was a specialist in Agadita. Did you hear what that means? The new ones and old ones. So first he said. 
these are the easier mitzvahs, the newer ones are the easier ones, and then the old ones, the, the real uh, the real stringent ones. We have the lenient ones and the shin ones. What do you mean? New ones and old ones? The old ones are more chomerdik and the new ones are less chomerdik? What are you talking about? Or the new ones are, the new ones are more chomerdik? When, when it was a Torah given at different times, uh, you know, we, actually the Torah was given at different times, but it means really far apart, like at the time of the Rabbanan versus the time of Moshe Rabbeinu. Oh, that's what he means. The old ones are the ones that Hashem gave us, and either either Shabiksav or Tavar Shabbat Peh, or, and the new ones are the Devei Sofrim. Tavar Shabbat Meirchsev, the Yosem Mehema Bini, Yosem Mehema Bini saw at the end of Kehelis, he says, and, and besides these, guard Bini, my son, be careful. Asos Farm Arbe, make many books. What does that mean? Bini Yisar, but Devei Sofrim. Be careful. With the divrei sofrim, with the with the divrei Torah, she divrei Torah yesh manasei velosasei. There's some as I say, velosasei. Not all of them have the same. They're not all derais. They're not, they're all derises, but they're not all have difficult punishments like death. Some are zalav, some is an asay, You can give them, you know, carbonola. Uh, some are they're not. Uh, they have different uh, degrees of stringencies when it comes to the Torah. Divrei sofrim kol overal divrei sofrim chayev misa. Right, the, but, but if you're over divrei sofrim. Besides being over in Lo Sosser and the uh, words of the rabbis, Yerchai Misa Shema, why? Because the Pusik says here, Rashi quotes the Pusik that what? The Yishchenu um, Nachash, right? Where's the Pusik? Uh, it's in Rashi here. Uh, yeah, well, Poritz Gedi Yishchenu Nachash, right? But if you're over so, the Pusik doesn't tell us that if you go against the Gedorim, the fence that the rabbis made, you'll be bitten by a snake. In other words, Yerchai Misa. Shema Tomer Yeshven Mamish, Mnei Malo if they were so important. And they had, and they had there's such substance to them. Why weren't they written in the Torah? Um, across, so sfarim harbe ain't case. There wouldn't be enough. In other words, you can never write all the chumras and all the drabbanans. They could, it couldn't even be written down. There's no end to it. There's no end to the amount of chumras that a person could do. Balag harbe yigias basar, and much lahag. We'll see what lahag means. Will when or much um, effort and uh, and uh, toil. Will bring Yigias Basar, will bring to toil of the Basar, will, will ruin the flesh, so to speak. What does that mean? Amra Papa's Rapap first said, Braid Rabacha Barada, Mishmeda Rabacha, Barula Milamish, call a Malagal de Vetora. He darshans lag with an ayim that whoever scorns de Vechachamim, Nitem Betsoas Rechas will, Nitem will be judged with the burning excrement, with, you know, boiling excrement. That's what he means that, that Lag Harbe, if you make fun of the Debrei Chachamim, Yigas Basar, you're going to really, your flesh will really boil over. Maskel Rav Amiksev Lag, does it say Lag, like Lag Bakeles, or Loeg Larosh, right, Loeg Larosh, the Lushen of scoffing or making fun of somebody, Lahag Siv, with a Hey, Elakala Hogaba, whoever puts great effort, you know, puts effort, you really study it well, Tom Tom Basar will, he will, in this way, will be able to taste the uh, good meat. In other words, that if you put a lot of effort and you put, uh, you toil in Divrei Torah, you'll get, you'll reap reward for that. Tanar Baramaisa Rabbi Kiva, famous story of the Kiva Shayyachavish Basin was, was in jail. Obviously, he was in jail for keeping the Torah. Either that was his, from his town, from, from Garas, or he, was, uh, he, he used to make, uh, you know, make wheat and grits and things like that. That's why he's called Garsi. He would serve him every day. In other words, he, the only way he, that uh, Rabbi Kiva got any food or water was uh, from Yeshua bringing it to him. 
Right? So Bukhal Yom Yom Machnis Mamayim Bemida. Every day he would bring him a certain amount of water. Yom Echo one day, Motsu Shomer Basasur, and the guard found him. Overlo, Hi Yom Mechum, you're bringing too much water today. Shemer Lachter Basasur, not the Sark. Maybe you're coming to dig out a hole and, you know, uh, for a, a, a prison breakout over here. Is that what you're planning to do with all that water? Shefachin, so the guards spilled out half the water, but Nasan Loches, and gave him the other half. Chabais of Rekivan came to Rekivan with a half of water remaining. Omelo, Yoshua. Uh, that's all you brought. I'm an old man. My life is dependent on yours. Sachlo uh, Kolosam. Uh, uh, so the Yeshua told him the story how the guard threw out half the water. I'm below. Tame me but give me some water. I have to first wash until you die before I eat. I'm below. Lishtos ain't magian. There's not even enough drinking water here. Literally a decham again. You think there's enough to wash also? Amelo, Maya, so what can I do? Shechayav malayav misa. If I, Shechayav misa, because you're chayav misa if you don't listen to the chum. And mutif emes misa zatzmi, rather that I should die. V'lo over al das but I shouldn't be over on my, on the, uh, on the decree of my, of my colleagues who are gozer to tell Saddam. It doesn't mean to say, Farshim brothers, what do you mean? You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to let yourself die for an atilsidayim, right? You're only supposed to let yourself die for the three cardinal sins. But here, it wasn't sure that he was going to die. He says, "But I'm going to take my chances because I have to wash an atilsidayim." It doesn't mean like for sure he's going to die. He didn't taste anything. And he washed. And he asked. And the chum heard about this. In other words, he took. He maybe there was only a very little amount of water left for him to drink after he used it for washing his hands. Rabbi was like this in his old age when he was weak and frail. When he was young and strong and able to withstand. Uh, you know, uh, punishment and torture and and uh, and uh, fasting. I'll ask Kamakama how much could he have done then? This is how he was in jail. How much was Rabbi Kiva Moser Nefesh for Torah and for listening to Chum? Amr Biura, Amr Shmuel B'Shosh Etikin Shlomo Erevin Matosadim. Here you see Shlomo is Matakin Erevin, right? Some say he was also Matakin Tchum Tchum Shabbos. If you hold that Tchum Shabbos is not the Raisa, Rabbi Kiva said that Rabbi Kiva holds that Tchum Shabbos the Raisa. But if, if you hold that it wasn't the Raisa, maybe it was one of the things that Shlomo was Matakin. And as we're talking Erevin, as we said, this whole concept of Erevin is all Drabbanan. That you shouldn't come to care from Shushiach and Shushiach Rabbim, or vice versa. And he's talking this Dan Yatsa Baskal of Amra, Bini, my son, Imchacham Libcha, your heart is smart, Yismachli Bigamani. I'm also, God is also happy, and as God consented to the good to the good decrees of Shlomo of Omer. Chacham Bini, my son is wise, Vesamechli, my heart is happy, Vashiba Harfidov, and I will answer uh, those who make fun of me, those who shame me, I will give an answer to them, show me, look how good my, my son is, uh, is uh, defending my Torah. Doris Rabba. Come, my beloved, let's go out to the field. Nalina Bekfarim will, will sleep in the villages. Nashkim Lekram will get up to the vines. Nira in Parcha Hagefen will see if the vine has begun to grow, meaning if it just started to bud. Pasach Hasmadar, if the smadar, the blossom, opened up a little bit more. Hey, Nates or Imonim, if the pomegranates have flowered, that's, next, that's a later stage. Shom etain es dodilach, there I will give my love to you. What does this all mean? L'chadar niyetzi asada, Amar k'nesh yol v'gash bar Hashem said, the B'nai Yisrael said to Rabbi Hashem, al t'dineni ki yoshvei krachem, don't judge me like those who live in the big cities where there's all kinds of prostitution and things like yeshi eshman gezel v'arayos v'shvua shah v'shvua sheker, don't judge me by don't uh, don't judge me like those who live in the big cities where there's stealing and adultery and lying and shvua sheker. You know they're all open. They're all they're all running already to the UAE, which is the capital of debauchery. You know they're all oh, they're off to run there. You know don't judge me like those places. Nate says, so let's go out to the field. I'll show you the who who study Torah 
amidst poverty. You know, they're out in the fields. They don't, there's not, there's not, none of that, uh, none of that, those sins are, are taking place out there. They're literally, they're, they're, they're toiling in the field just to uh, make a, to, to make a, a scrounge out a living. And they're also Torah from amidst the poverty. And the farm will sleep in the, in the, uh, in the villages. I'll take a big farm, We'll, I'll show you, we'll, we'll stay among those who deny you. Borech also, uh, I'm going to show you those people that you bestowed upon them such good. And they denied you. Like, look at them and compare it to us. Let's get up to the Krum. We'll get up to the Batakinet. We'll show you the Batakinet, but the Mashas where people learn. We'll see if the Geffen has has budded. Elu bali mikra. Those who learn Torah come to the batek medrash and batek knesis in the morning, and I'll show you the people who are learning chumash pasach hasmarter even at advanced stage. The, the, if the if the blossom has opened up, meaning it's a, it's a it's an extended it's it's a further development of the geffen. Elu bali mishta. Those who are study more, who, who study deeper. Rashi says, "Gol miperach kach mishnah mufurashis yasem mikra." The mishnah is more mufurash, is more detailed than the chumash. Hey or imonim. If the uh, pomegranates have actually flowered up already, that's even you know, a further extension. Elu bali mikra, who are in more detail and in more de- in, in more detail and more deeply, they understand the Torah. Shom etein asdodi lach there. Uh, there I will give my love to you, Arech Kavodi. I will show you my honor, Vagodi, and my greatness. Shvachman and Hashem answered, There I will show you my honor, my greatness, and the praise of my sons and daughters. That Shlomo Melech gave 3,000 proverbs, examples. Vayihi uh, Shiro and his songs were Chamesh Va'alaf, was 1,005. What is it? Malamit Shomashlomo. On everything, every word in the Torah, he gave 3,000 proverbs. On every word of the Chachamim, of the Chazal, he would give five, he would give a thousand and five reasons. He would be able to explain the Chachamim, even though many, you know, the Chachamim were, he obviously was the Chachamim that were before him, right? Not Chazal who came afterwards. But in any case, he gave five, a thousand and five reasons for every words of the Chachamim. Besides that, he was a great chacham. He taught knowledge to the people. He pondered and, and investigated. Tikin Mishalom Harbe, and he uh, and he set up right. He he, he imposed many uh, he, you know he set up many uh, examples, many proverbs. He explained to them the tamim, the tamei amikra. You know, the Katma Basla, all the uh, uh, all the uh, accentuation, all the punctuation of Tanakh. Uh, and he explained it to them by giving examples so that they can understand. And that's what he did. He was he investigated and he sought and he pondered and he gave them many Mishom so they should be able to understand the Torah. Omar Ulam Rabalazar. Originally, the Torah was like a basket shemlesan that had no handles; couldn't explain it. They didn't understand it was all hidden. until Shlomo came and made handles for the Torah. Okay, this is what this is what we see from Kohelis. Also, another another book that Shlomo authored was, of course, Shir Shirim. There it says. His locks are curled. Kutsosav 
means um, his locks. It could also be darshan as coats, coats, every stroke of the letters in the Torah, every stroke and out the tagan, etc. Tilitam, he darshaned, he expounded mounds and mounds of drashas on every letter and every stroke in the Torah. Black like a raven. What does it mean? Where do you find this great understanding in Torah, right? And, 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 and uh, exposition and uh, detail of learning. Shchoros here, like a shchoros he's dashing shchoros like shachros in the morning. The one who gets early in the morning to learn and late at night stays up like like ma'ariv. So shchoros and korav means shachros and ma'ariv. Morning and evening he studies Torah. Shemashka ma'ariv aleim lebeis medrash he studies Torah morning and evening. Rab Amar b'mishamashka panav aleim korav a person whose face is black and like a like a like an uh, like a like a black raven. What do you mean blacken? Out of poverty, he sits and studies Torah. And he doesn't eat, and he and he and his uh, his physical being uh, deteriorates until he's blackened. He refuses to just to, to spend his life supporting his family. Uh, he just wants to learn Torah. Of course, we know it's good to do both, but that he does ka'orev like a raven. What does that mean? Because a raven is known to be uh, uh, is known to be um, uh, you know, uh, you know, not uh, not good. He's uh, he he, he t- doesn't take care of his children, right? Rashi says he's an achzori albanov, right? He's cruel to his children. He doesn't support them. Kihad Ravada Barasas, the example with the rabbi, does have a kosslebe rabbi. He's going to yeshiva armle divisu. Yenuka didach ma'avlo. What am I going to feed them? You're not going to work. You're going to yeshiva. What am I going to feed them? Amalu mi shalim mukur mi bagma. Are all the vegetables, you know, the ones that grow, the wild vegetables uh, in the marsh, are they all finished? Go feed them from what you can find in the street. He refused to go out and, and teach them. In other words, so he, this, uh, the, according to this Lashness, Shchoros Ka'orev, like a rave, just like a raven is cruel to his children, uh, some, that's, uh, that's to be matzliach, really matzliach learning. A person has to be totally devoted, 100% to learning, and, uh, and uh, obviously at the, uh, at the expense of his, uh, of his family. All right, we'll, we'll pick it up from here tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem. Have a good day. And again, Aliyah Neshama to Tzvi Ben Chaim Akiva Halevi and to Yaakov Nosan Ben Yisrael Shlomo. Aliyah Neshama today. Kol Tov. Kol Tov. Kol Tov. Kol Tov.